spoken maybe. I haven't thought about flying for a long time. I have a dream that at moment when I was alone above the clouds for a long time. I have dreamed waking up in a room surrounded in blue and green grass more years than I could dream of memory. I haven't walked back into the past or scratched on the doors of my origins, where it all came from, since I held up that cape for the last time. Return to Kent Town 10th year anniversary edition is a revised version of Andy Ann's first poetry book. The book can be purchased from Amazon and it contains numerous additional materials. You wake up one morning after not reading a book since your school days and you decide to be a writer. With no good or bad writing to compare against your own, you just know how to write and anyone who tells you otherwise is wrong. Hell, maybe they're jealous of your natural ability to craft the masterpiece. After all, most people need to learn through a combination of books, courses, critical feedback and workshops. Not you though. It's not their fault. They don't realise your natural talent, but they soon will. How to Write Wrong is the new book by Amanda Steele. The book, which is an interactive story, gives the reader multiple options throughout its story. The book can be purchased from Amazon. Spoken Thank you today for tuning in to Spoken Label. Spoken Label was originally set up at the beginning of 2016 and as of recording has over 200 sessions in our archive. Although the podcast can be heard on Anchor, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, YouTube and literally 10 or 11 other networks, the full archive can be found at Spoken Label all one word, spoken label dot bandcamp.com. On the bandcamp it is set as pay what you want, so you are entitled if you wish you can download it or stream it for nothing. But if you throw me a couple of pennies my way, it is always eternally grateful to help me maintain the operating costs and future running plots for the podcast. Enjoy. Spoken Label Hi guys, and the end, Spoken Label, back in the house, I'm back on Zoom again today, and we're across the seas again today. Now this is the second podcast in 24 hours that my good friend Alter from South Africa has had a big hand in. So, Leila, do you want to introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and what started off your poetry, but we'll start from there. So, hi, I'm Leila, um, I live in San Rafael, California. And um, I started honestly writing poetry last year. Um, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I kind of started with, so I just published a book and I honestly kind of started with this book. I mean, it's been, it's been noted now that I've written poetry that when I was a child, I used to write poetry, but I really wasn't consciously aware of that at all. So it was wow. just kind of. Yeah, I, d- I had decided I was going to write a book uh, of stories or something like that about my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I it wasn't even supposed to be poetry, but then, you know, things happened and <laughs> it turned out that I started writing poetry and I just kind of rolled with it. And now now that's just what I do. But it was it was totally random, honestly. <laughs> that's incredible, that. Because you <laughs> defined, honestly, like I suppose you've ever talked to varieties. I've been, I'm 48 and I've been writing since I was about 10 in one way or another. 
like it's always been there. But like to your case, that just suddenly to start like that, that's incredible. That is like it was it was it like yeah. just like a conscious? It sounds like it was an unconscious decision, wasn't it? It just came out of nowhere. Did it creep totally up? Totally conscious. Like it was like it was random, but con a conscious decision. Like um, I mean, I've always been writing my whole life, but I never really. I don't think I was consciously aware that I was supposed to be a writer or anything like that. I mean, my family was always like, you write so well, you speak so well, like you're so interesting, you should write. And I just, I never really paid any mind to it, but I did, I, like I said, I did decide that I was gonna like sit down and try to write this book because I had been writing stories about my life and stuff like that. But yeah, poetry was totally, totally, totally random. It was just like, I mean, yeah, it was just, I kind of sat down and just started writing them one day and then they kind of never stopped. <laughs> wow. It's almost, I've heard, of, I've heard of people doing that before when they get seven your age where it's like a trigger, isn't it? Like, so, like a, yeah. so, you know, a light switch is suddenly being turned on in your head and it's like, when it starts, it, you just know it's not going to stop, don't you? So, so I take it then, then, did you read much poetry before this, did you? Or did, has that come afterwards? Um, I mean, I did read poetry before, but not, I mean, I definitely read more now. I mean, I've always been an avid reader. Um, I've always liked poetry a lot, but I don't, like I said, I don't think I was really consciously aware of it until mm. I really started like, do, like doing it, you know? So I, I did read it before, but it wasn't like an avid thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna, now I carry around poetry books and I have them all over my room. I mean, I, I've totally read a lot of poetry. I had favorite poets. I love, I've always loved music and the, and writing, you know, expressive writing, but I, it wasn't like embedded into my soul. Well, it was, I just wasn't aware that it was so embedded into my soul until it showed itself to me. <laughs> That's incredible, that, completely. So who, who have you been reading at the moment then? Any, anybody favorite poets? Well, right now I have um, the complete Rimbaud collection as my bedside table. Ooh, nice bedtime, nice slight bedtime reading, basically. <laughs> wow. But I mean, let's see, like some of my favorite poets. I mean, I love Verlaine. I really like French poets a lot. Um, I mean, Ezra Pound's great. I like T.S. Eliot. I mean, I like, I don't know, I like so many poets, honestly. Um, I've been reading a lot of Langston Hughes lately. So, I don't know. Yeah, you're, read, you're reading a lot of good stuff there. That's, that's great, that. Like I said, it's, you've always been there. At least you haven't you read them? You read great poets and you learn something, learn something from them anyhow, straight away with that. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, I mean, I love, I love like, you know, seeing what's similar between me and other people. I mean, my favorite author is Henry Miller and I love him as, I mean, oh. he's not a poet, but his writing is so, it is poetic in a sense, so. I'm like I'm I'm going through all of his books right now. That's my current um, oh yeah completely task. <laughs> oh, he's a great writer. I've seen him death as a salesman about three times at the theatre now. It's incredible play. <laughs> That's why I know yeah, it's, right? I I studied him at university when I was a lot younger. And a great writer, no, definitely. Like I said it's. Have you found then obviously how do you how do you structure your days writing then? Does, um, obviously, I don't know when I don't know whether you're working in the day or not, so I don't know much about you as a person. But like, do you find like is your writing pattern as it comes, um, or do you try and spend set time every day? Sometimes I tr like I don't like to try too hard because I find when I try, my poems are just not so good. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I draw a lot of inspiration from nature. <laughs> I mean, oh, with yeah. quarantine, 
I've gone a little mad at my house. So I have to kind of get out of the house to come back and write. But honestly, I just write when I'm guided to because right now I'm working on like five books simultaneously with no deadline of when they're going to come out. Just like wow. I know what they are. Wow. <laughs> and I know one's coming out this year. Yeah. Wow. So I know one's coming out this year at some point, but I'm not really sure when. It's just kind of like when I'm guided to write. So some days I'll write like a seven page poem and then like, be done some days i'll write like five poems and then like this past week i haven't written any poems but <laughs> i'm just thinking what you got you got you stunned me then was a seven page poem in a day like it's like <laughs> that would fried my head completely that i'm trying to write that face <laughs> i wrote it in an hour in my new oh. book there's literally a seven page poem i wrote it in an hour i was like you know this is just it this is what i gotta oh, say about it my god <laughs> like it's speed i write like in I don't, this is about you today, but I'm going to raise a point here too. Like we've been out travelling a lot today, and the train tours in my parents. And um, I've just joined on Facebook and uh, the haiku group, a tanker group, you've really reforms. And I can, I'm frying my head trying to think I'd write a tanker going another way all the way down. So I ended up writing a haiku and a tanker, and I went back out another tanker going back. And I don't write forms. I'm really like unstructured, and I think you probably are as well, aren't you? You just let the muse strike you, but like. I think like the mood has to strike you to write I don't think writing should ever be forced you know I mean I, yeah you, you gotta write when you're inspired right oh yeah completely <laughs> seven pages of God and when my partner's in the room she'll tell her later you've got a seven page poem in an hour and she'll just turn around and look at me saying what because <laughs> Amanda's <laughs> a really good poet as well now obviously we could talk about your future books later, but we're really here to taste all about your debut book, aren't we? Love Poems to a Poet. 111 poems of eternal love, passion and desire. Tell us about that book then. And please don't tell me you wrote it in about a week. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll rip my hair out. <laughs> I, I wrote it in six months, but... <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, that's still good going, that juncture, right? So... Um, yeah, so it was, it was a cosmic event for sure that made this book. Like I said, I was planning on writing a book. Did I ever think I was going to write love poems to a poet? Absolutely not in a million years did I think that this was the book I was going to write, but I woke up, I pretty much woke up one day. Um, yeah, I woke up one day and in love. <laughs> Oh, we, do, we don't need to ask who. It's obviously the poetry you're in love with, isn't it? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> and um, well, I mean, love is the greatest, high, most high vibrational essence and energy in the planet. So everything is love anyway. And I mean, I've been on this crazy healing journey of self-love and all that. But anyways, I woke up one day <laughs> in love. So I decided to write a book of love poems. And um, yeah, so <laughs> I guess it wasn't even really a conscious decision. I just started writing love poems. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I'm going to write a book of love poems. And then they just kind of came. And, you know, I wrote it, like I said, in six months. And Was it always I the idea think, to have, have 111 poems? Or was that just a natural progression? Well, I mean, 111, there's actually a poem in my book about why. Because ones are all about new beginnings. And 111 is just like a really cosmic number. And I mean, I like sequential numbers. I'm super into like spirituality and like yeah. numbers and the I was going to ask you about that in a minute, actually. Can I certainly see 
you're quite a cosmic person and you're into that That's sort very of cosmic yeah person. you can tell the way you're a person i'm curious about it you know, typical weather book as you went along it wasn't totally conscious at first. I knew I was going to have, um, a, I think I wanted to do 88 at first. Because mm. I was like, I don't know if I can, you know, I was like, honestly, I didn't know if I could write even 88 because I was, I just started writing poetry. I was like, I don't know if this vein I tapped in is going to keep flowing or what. But then um, I didn't, I mean, 88 is a number of abundance and eights are great, but I was like, no, it has to be 111. This is just, it is what it is. It's going to be 111. This is the number it has to be. And of course, I mean, the poems didn't stop flowing. So I really had no trouble <laughs> writing the 111. Wow. And in fact, I mean, there's a lot of poems I left out of this book that were part of this book that I had to cut out to fit. And then since then, I mean, it's not love poems to a poet 2.0 but it is because i mean they're all written to the same person and so i have like an extra 50 sitting in a folder now <laughs> wow wow that's some going that 168 and what effectively six months of all good grief what was your selection process like then because obviously if you got that many poems was it really difficult to pin it down to 118 poems and was it um, yes, because I really liked some of the ones I left out in the book, but I just kind of had to make, I don't know, I don't really rem even remember how I eliminated them. I think maybe if they were similar to something else, I, I tried to pick the strongest of the poems, but of course now I like the ones I left out and I've re-edited them since then and I'll use them in something at some point, but yeah, that was, that was hard, honestly. That was probably, that was way harder than writing was the elimination process and um, putting them in some sort of sequence that was harder than writing them for sure undoubtedly oh yeah completely now obviously tell us a bit more about you're obviously quite a spiritual person aren't you so and I'm, i can well believe in chapter you know this has been reflecting your poetry have you always been quite a spiritual person growing up then? i really always have been tapped into yeah i've always been tapped into the higher realms i think i mean as a child that's pretty weird i mean your parents are like what's wrong with you you're a weird person <laughs> we don't know what to do with you because you don't like fit into the mold so it definitely i mean i had no idea what was going on with me until later in life i guess because i mean when you're allowed to be your own person you're more allowed to explore your path but yeah, I've just always kind of done everything I've ever done has kind of been guided by the universe or by my intuition. I'm very intuitive. I'm very tapped into the energies of all that is. I'm tapped into the stars, the moon, I'm very deeply inspired by that. I, I don't do anything that is not guided. There's really nothing in my life that I just, you know, that isn't guided by all that is or a pull inside of me you know so yeah yeah like poetry and writing yeah, every adventure i've been on has been totally <laughs> no, it's, a good, it's a good way of doing things that don't you like it's um you get i know some people believe everything by chance like almost like a roll of a dice your case like yours is guided by subconscious and it really was something telling you this is the way you've got right, to go right. yeah yeah it's a good it's a good way of, a good way of doing things that definitely that's why, so. I think so. <laughs> it definitely been, makes a wonderful life. Yeah, it starts getting boring, that's for sure. So what I want to know about is, obviously, I know we ask writers what they're doing next, but I know you've got so much projects on the go. So is there anything you want to reveal about these five books you've got coming up? Well, the first one, um, I 
the one that is like a real project that I'm gonna try to publish this, this book. I was I was like, I'm gonna write a book about the ascension and you know, all the things in society that are like complete and utter madness, you know? And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dissect the essence. Yeah, so I mean, like that was my intent, and then this virus happened, and I was like, "Oh, it's perfect time! It's the perfect time! The universe is now conspiring oh, with me as they shake up everything." So, I mean, I had planned this far before this all happened, but the universe and I are so in tune. Like, obviously, we had the same ideas in the fact that everything was going to get shaken up and rearranged. So, yeah, that's kind of what this one's about. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be really cosmic. There's going to be a lot of talks about like ascension and higher realms of energy and all that stuff, but I'm I'm trying to weave it in a way that's relatable and I'm kind of like using everything that's going on in the universe like physically, which people can understand in relation to what's going on in the higher realms and yeah, complete and utter madness. I have no idea how many poems there're going to be in there. I've written about 50. Um okay. It could be 111 again then, could it? Just to keep the consistency going. <laughs> maybe, maybe it should be. Yeah, maybe it should. I feel like it should have fives in it, though, because fives are all about change. So maybe there should be no. I can't do 555. That's oh. too many. Maybe like. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you had to be like that no, by the end of it. It would be like thousands of pages because my poems aren't short either. So I can't even make. No one wants to read a book that long. <laughs> oh, good grief. Yeah, we do 555 poems. That'd be what? Two and a half thousand pages? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, because some of the poems are seven pages, so like, oh, geez, I don't good even know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think George R. Martin had nothing on you if you started doing poetry books. I know, <laughs> it's got nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, obviously then, what's the other books you've got in mind? Are you looking at a similar sort of spiritual direction do you like to get to your recommend? Um, well, I mean, I have, I travel a lot. I mean, not right now, but my whole life has been travel, so I've, I've, Everywhere I go, I write travel poems. So I feel like eventually this has no time limit. So I've started compiling travel poems and I'll cool. definitely publish some travel poems cool. at some point. Where, where, have, you been, I mean, eight, where have you been um, the traveling ones? Uh, out of the country, I've only been to Costa Rica, Mexico so far, and well, the Bahamas and Canada. But I travel, I've been to like almost every state in America. I used to drive across the country like 11 times a year. Just, wow. I, I just, I'm a rambling woman. I This is the first time I've really had a home, actually, in my um, adult wow. years. I usually just travel and land places for a year or six months or something and then take off. So this is, like, kind of crazy, honestly. This is the longest. I mean, even since I've lived in this particular house and, like, in California again, I mean, I was on a plane every month before quarantine happened. So it's very odd for a person like me to actually be uh sitting in one place oh it's what it is i know like when i was your age i traveled up and on england and i went to a lot of europe as well so i'm a firm believer you only got one life live it absolutely <laughs> yes i will nope. be traveling the world when all of this is done <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gotta be gotta be there it's gotta be done on it so like i said world traveling best-selling poet yeah definitely do it right so definitely that one so and then is there anything else in your other poetry books coming up that you want to talk about as well? Or is it all very similar sort of themes you're looking at now? Um, the other one is pretty much like nature. I mean, because I travel, I'm really inspired by nature. I write about the beach. Like, I, I'm madly in love with the ocean. It is like the great love of my life. And <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm just going to do nature like, so far. So I have Complete and Under Madness, the travel poems. I'm working on nature poems. 
honestly, I don't know. There's some other, I'm definitely going to do another book of love poems. There's some other ones I have in my head that, you know, certain things have to shift in my reality first before I can start writing those. So we won't oh, talk yeah. about those ones yet, but no, I have, a, yeah, I have some future. Oh, and I'm going to do Haiku Hawaii because um, when I went to Hawaii, I wrote like 133 haikus. So about was, that, Hawaii. Was, that, was, that, was that over a weekend that was it? Yeah, that was like over a weekend. So, but I want to go back and like do another hundred thirty. So I want to do like three hundred thirty-three haikus about Hawaii. So I have to oh, go back wow. to Hawaii and you know. Finish. Oh wow! No, do it. Get it done. <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? You sat on the beach all day, just constantly writing there that weekend. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what I do mostly when I go to the beach because I mean, I live in the most beautiful area for beaches. We just have beaches everywhere, every which direction I can drive and go to the beach. I'm actually going to go after this. So, um, oh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so I sit on the beach a lot and just write. I just write on the beach. I just love the ocean. Wish, the ocean speaks to me. I wish I could do that. We're about 30 miles away from a quite polluted beach, so it's not recommended for us at all. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I know. So I'll take it if he's up. Do you watch how, do you live like really near to the beach? And do you that? Well, like a quick drive, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, there's, so it's about an hour drive to any good ones, honestly. I mean, there's some, I mean, the one I'm going to go to is actually a good one. I'm not, I'm lying a little bit because that one's only 15 minutes, but generally, I, I mean, I don't really like to be around people especially if I'm in nature like I really prefer not to go to the ones that a lot of people go to so I live really close to San Francisco but I wouldn't dare go to any beaches in San Francisco so I typically drive out a little further so I usually drive about an hour an hour and a half away and I go up the Sonoma coastline or you know like further into Marin County or like the other side of the bridge so I do try to drive to ones that like I mean, of course, there's always going to be people on the beach, but I do try to drive to the ones where they're not completely packed and you can walk away from people. So I do drive. Yeah, yeah. I suppose where it is at the moment as well with society, you've got to be careful anyway, really, haven't you? So with the virus, like we're right, just coming, exactly. we're just coming out of lockdown and we've still got to do like two meters generally away from everybody else. In your right. case, it'll be yeah, something okay. similar probably, won't it? So. Yeah, exactly and i mean yeah they just reopened the beach parking lot so i'm trying to go every day because i really missed it but yeah i don't want to be around people at all i mean the cases are rising in our country like crazy and they're opening things that don't need to be opened in my opinion but so yeah i i extra don't need to be around people right yeah. now and it scares me to drive by some of the beaches right now and see people literally packed like sardines and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> this is yeah. not safe and you guys got, are not being saved. We've got that in England a lot at the moment. We've just started to come out of lockdown. And it's terrifying, basically. And I, guess, I know in my case, a lot of my writing is reflecting lockdown all the time. Have you found it has that influenced you a lot in your writing? And has it writing as about the virus of lockdown coming to your poems a lot, then, really? Um, oh, just a little bit. I mean, more of like the spiritual qualities of it. Like I said, I mean, like this lockdown and this virus has so many, like, so much symbolism to what's really going on, you know? I mean, the, this happened because a lot of things need to shift in the planet. So, I mean, on that level, I'm writing about it. I'm not particularly writing about lockdown, like, as a thing. Just kind of more, more like the greater picture of why everything is falling apart right now. So, yes, yeah. in that sense, I am writing same. about it a lot, you know. It's kind yeah, of, it's, same. It's, same like really. I said, it plays into everything I was going to write about anyway in this new book. So, it's just kind, it was kind of cosmic for me. I'm, ra I'm writing a lot about nature and big nature writing at the moment, and that's impacting on the writing all the time. 
So yeah, oh, I, yeah get, for I sure. get it completely with that one. So brilliant. Okay, well, that's pretty well covered all my questions. Layla, if people want to find out more about you, where are the best going? Well, you can find my book on Amazon.com. And you can follow me on Instagram. I post snippets of my poetry. I post some full-length poems and stuff like that. I have a YouTube channel where I sing songs and play the mandolin. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a chance to go for YouTube channel. Are you singing this? Oh, brilliant. Did you play, did you... And then this week they're building me a website. So I don't have the website link yet, but they are building me a website currently. So. Brilliant. Well, by the time this podcast goes live, hopefully we'll have the website set up then, definitely. So I didn't know about your singing. So what do you play instruments as well then? Do you, or is it just singing? Um, I play the mandolin. I honestly started playing last year too. I just like to sing. So I only picked up an instrument so I could sing. But um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I write more than I sing. So right now I honestly haven't even picked up my instrument in over a month. But I do and play the instrument when I feel like it. So I do have a YouTube channel and I sing some songs there. <laughs> words, uh, next year, if you put that up, you probably record an album in a week then probably, won't you? <laughs> well, the thing is about songwriting, I can't write songs. I can write poems, I can't write songs. There's something that doesn't compute. So I just, I sing other people's songs because like they did it right. They did a great job, I, you know. But they and, know what they're I mean, doing honest, as well, so yeah. Yeah, so I just sing their songs and I wish like, Really, what I want to sing is like classic jazz songs, but you can't for the life of you play those chords on the mandolin, so that oh. doesn't work. So, if anyone wants to get together with a jazz band and have Layla sing, that'd be cool. Yeah, get in touch. Now, um, <laughs> we haven't mentioned, I know you've got a Facebook page as well, haven't you? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, and do you want to tell people what your Facebook page is just so they know as well? Because I've been long looking at it before. <laughs> um, it's just, it's, I think it's just called Layla Ziari. Yeah, for it, for it, yeah. So, um, yeah. I just, I just made that too, honestly. Like, I, I wrote this book <laughs> this year. So, I mean, I just, I just started making all these things. I'm like, I guess I should promote myself. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's all new. Um, I also paint and I make art. So, you can see my art there too. Yeah, see, back then. Um, I've got to ask you about your art there, because I wonder if that was your art in the background there. Because people are wondering, we're on video, but we're doing an audio, really. How you, how, have you, is your art quite new then, as well, is it? Or has that been going for a while? This is the yard, actually, but um, my art <laughs> is not behind me. But I do paint, and I do portraits sometimes. So. Wow. Sleep? Do you, do you like, like me? Do you actually sleep sometimes as well, do you? Sometimes last night I slept for the first time in three days. I I hadn't wow. slept. I was just I was so excited. I was like a little kid on Christmas. I was like everything is exciting. Everything is moving because I feel like with this with the energy of the universe and this virus and everything, nothing's been moving for months. And like three days ago, I just felt like everything was finally ready to move in my life and everything. So I just I've been excited for three days and I. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. But it's got to be, it goes a natural progression, you would say, definitely, I agree with you. Right, what we'll do, we'll take a quick break, and we'll even do some poisons in the second half, aren't you, as well, Layla? So, all right, everybody, hang around, and we'll give all to this. See you all in Spoken, mate. Hi, guys. I've got the best job tonight, though. I'm the audience. Straight out to Layla, my friend. Are you going to do four poisons today, and I look forward to it. Over to you. First poem is called Rivers of Passion. Rivers of passion weave us entwined into each other and out of our minds. All's fair in this game of heart overhead. My brain is no use here. 
let's drown in our madness instead. Following the cosmic mobility, pouring into a roaring stream, exploring the ripples of all that could be. No use skimming a surface, dipping a toe in. I'm diving in headfirst where your currents seep into my skin. Exploring sacred waters below the gridded sand, never to find my way back to dry land. Eager to discover the wonders, the deep riddles inside of you, and the life you hold beneath your river so blue. Falls of love crash over me, pull me under for eternity. The immensity of this connection has swallowed me whole. You're the lone soul I cannot resist. Let us twirl in eternal bliss. Maybe I've gone mad, it's true, but that's what love will make you do. These rivers of love flow through me endlessly, massaging the delicate fibers of my soul and body. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, not long. <laughs> I've heard longer ones, definitely so. Oh, great stuff. I, I know I'm not reading some of the longest ones and I have like ballads in here but honestly I don't want to read I don't want to read that yeah. many words yeah. so no that's fair play <laughs> fair play no, it's, lo it's a lovely I like the the, the real natural sound of that piece I love this lovely feel to it it's brilliant so okay straight over to number two this one's very not long at all so that's good cool. <laughs> honestly I started writing a lot longer poems during this book like seven pages you won't find my seven page ones in love poems to a poet <laughs> <laughs> so this one is called born to love i've known you throughout all lifetimes our soul our love born before the cosmos fell below my eyes are at times slow to recognize but my soul will always know not tethered to the shackles of time and space Though my earthly flesh may look new, my heart tells an epic tale of love that belongs to a world only souls can view. I've gone through endless heartache, sorrows, fought inner, inner battles, learned lessons, and overcame fears, knowing without a shadow of a doubt that I would find you here. Floated through galaxies until my heart felt your tug shifted into this dimension from a portal that kisses the sun. I traveled worlds to find you. Now I'm not giving up. In all forms, I will choose you. You will always be my one. Where the nighttime parts and stars turned to dust, secrets of the heavens became revealed. I was sent here to collide with your grace and through our love, all earthly pain could be healed. Maybe I know nothing, perhaps none of us do, but there's one phrase that cuts through me, rattling in my brain relentlessly. It's that I was born to love and I'll settle for no other than you. It's again, yeah. I love the, love the, like, you love your round of couplets, man. Really got, yeah, piece of beautiful sound pieces. Excellent stuff. Okay. Should we, should we move straight on? Yeah, sure. This one is called Loyalty. False promises, broken dreams, tainted ideals projected by unfaithful beings, conclusions based on jealousy, self-loathing and hatred, preaching of their egocentric loyalty, like it's some golden trophy, diamond encrusted, dripping in rubies, whilst their actions reek of infidelity. The nobility lost in modern day society, but loyalty is a concept held dear to me. 
I swear my fidelity to all worthy of my energy, for all else is pure lunacy. When push comes to shove, self-preservation's instincts will kick in. I'll always choose me over them. But you differ from that moral sentiment. I'm bonded to you till the very end. Ties that go much deeper than time. For you, I'd lay my precious life on the line. Without a lingering question or solitary shred of regret, I pledge eternal allegiance to your magnificence, devoted with a fervor so intense. Unlike vibrant hues as the sky shifts to gray, my pure reliability could never fade. A warm cove amidst a torrential rain, delighted to rush to your aid. Swiftly shattering myths of deception, so reveal with me your naked truth, the tidings of your worldly perception. Douse me in your priceless company, accepting the sacred responsibility with ease, grace, and humility. Your confidant in a world so untrustworthy. Life throws curveballs, tests our, devo our devotion, our morality, triggers our acute sensitivity. As problems arise, ego steps aside, for my fealty pulses throughout my insides. My sincerity surges with vitality, pumping oxygen to my blood. Unlike scenic roads, it does not bend. Unlike money, it cannot be spent. My loyalty is impenetrable. It simply has no end. Not yeah. that one. Brilliant. Brilliant. We're on to the big finale as well now, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> All right. You wishing on a star now. Gazing upon the starry abyss above, wishing on a shooting star, praying to be showered in your love. A powerful night of mystical influence, set your intention, make a wish. On this enchanted night full of power, frosty moonlight beaming, adorned by rocketing meteor showers. Haley's Comet dances through the night. Here I sit, craving to bathe in your light. Particles of icy comets, streams of luminous stars. I wish upon each tiny speck of stardust to be where you are. Asteroids silhouette the starry sky, breaking through to another side, where your face is never hidden from my eyes. Twinkling fragments of the universe above me, visualizing the life of the galaxy. The beauty within you is all I see. On this spellbound evening so clear, the moonlit canopy engulfs me. Shooting stars joyously prance around, hoping for a rainstorm, drops of your sweet love pouring down. Morning comes and stars disappear. I wished on every last one of them for you to be near. Beautiful. Beautiful. Tell you what, since I enjoyed it so much, do you want to do a fifth one for us? Because we want to give a bonus one. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I did night, so let me just. <laughs> treat this okay. as your own call, then, as I would say, right? I'm going to read you Heartstrings now like a serpent round my heart, fastened with a silky bow, 
This knotted twine around my heart steers me, discloses a ge geographic direction in which I follow, like reins on a gilded chariot, ushering me briskly along, galloping down fate's spontaneous road, coming to a halt as I reach the sacred places I belong. My body is a life-size marionette. My heart manipulates the twisted strings, maneuvering me through life's theatrics to a place of liberation flying on golden wings. My heart is a built-in compass, a faithful messenger of my soul, transporting me along your scenic highway so I can adequately pay this lover's toll. These strings on my heart incessantly pull, guiding me towards the one I adore, implicitly trusting each dynamic tug, leading me to you forevermore. Well, that's a brilliant way of finishing that. I'm really glad I got you to do the encore. Definitely. Really oh, Thank you. Really enjoyed today. Thank you again for today. So, hang around. Obviously, I need to quit with your mic. Thank you again. It's been a pleasure today. I've really enjoyed today. So, everybody, take care. Stay sane, if possible. I don't, I always quite, I'm one quick thing. It's part of what me and Layla both, both may be saying about the world being crazy. Let's hope it improves. Take care. See you soon. Spoken, mate.